up, everybody? Welcome back to the Stay Tranquilo podcast. It's been a while. We're glad to be back. It's it's you know great to be here with Juan and talk about the Johnny Cuba brands and some of the things that we've been able to accomplish the last few you know months. It's been a fun ride. Um, but before we get crazy into anything, I want to introduce Juan Goixens, the man behind the operation of Johnny Cuba. And Juan, tell us a, a little bit about... It's a work in progress. It's a yeah. work in progress. Thank you. Uh, now, basically, uh, again, my name is Juan Wixon. I was uh, born and ra- born and raised here in Miami. Basically, I'm a Hialeah guy. I was <laughs> actually bred in Hialeah, and and uh, and basically, you know, like many of our parents, they came over, you know, from Cuba and looking for a better life. And and uh, we were in a food. We've always been in the food trade ever since since uh, the days back in Cuba. And uh, so, you know. We but we talked about doing our own stuff, you know, and we finally did. Uh, Johnny Cuba kind of came later, you know, uh, and uh, and basically, uh, uh, you know, we from you know it's a business concept that we had. I've had it. I, I registered the first trade registration was about fifteen years ago that I had on it, and we did cigars, but that kind of didn't pan that. out, yeah. you know, it didn't kind of pan out, so. So basically, let it kind of idle there for a bit, and until I found something, you know, that that, that, that could tie the brand to it. You right. know, I mean. Uh, so the beer essentially was that product that w- allowed you. to Was a catalyst. Of, right. I see it as a catalyst, and, and you probably ask why beer. Right. You know, I mean, it basically because beer is kind of universal, and really, I analyzed the platforms that we were working in in the food trade. Uh, we we basically sold a lot in the Cuban base, Miami. The Haitian base, and then, you know, a younger generation, and I wanted to yeah. see how I can bring everything together, and beer was a perfect item. You know, basically, yeah. uh, uh, it was, uh, you know, I mean, it was finding the, the beer, the partner, you know, in, in the beer, and and unfortunately, I tried, I looked to produce it here. I did my due diligence for about two years here, and it didn't pan out. So, I had this working relationship with a brewery in Germany, and I was bringing one of their non-alcoholic items. And they were back and forth. They wanted uh, for me to bring in their beer. They're, they had a brand that right. they wanted, but it really didn't say too much, you know. So I said, you know what? I tell you what. Let's let me develop a brand, and you know, basically, we bring your liquid, put it in there, and we market it. So basically, that's how we started. You know, basically, yeah. you know, it caught us. We kind of delayed because of the Corona scenario. We uh, we waited, to, you know, into March. You know, basically, I mean, actually, in April, we brought it this past April. But it, before that, we planned it. You know, it was almost took eighteen months. Yeah, so definitely a, to a bring work, it to market. A work in progress. Uh, to bring it to market, you yeah. know, and uh, you know, I knew the space was competitive, you know, and it is competitive. So it's, competitive it's just uh, well. it's just growing it, you know. Basically, it's it's not, you know, per se. Right now, it's a beer brand, but it's really more Johnny Cuba. I want it to be more of a a lifestyle brand. Exactly is basically what I'm looking at. And I'm glad that you you bring that up, right? Something that you know, separates a brand and something that separates a product is like the storyline behind it, right? So obviously the name of the beer is Johnny Cuba. Um, can you tell us a little bit about well, you know, why it's called yeah, Johnny Cuba? There's no secret secrets I tell people. Basically, I, I've always studied the models of Tommy Bahama, right. Panama Jack, Maui Jim and stuff and how they did it, how they went to market and how they uh, grew really fast, you know, to, and, and I said, and they diversified the brand, and then basically what they used was the licensing uh, instrument, 
They right. licensed the brand. So kind of said, you know what? You know, I saw the name. Johnny is kind of, I'm Juan, you know, mm -hmm. basically. And uh, funny story, the, the reason really a, a lot of the Johnny is because I remember growing up as a kid, we lived in Hialeah, and my dad had a partner. And and all of a sudden, I was like 11, I remember, and they were business partner. They installed cabinets and stuff and uh, stuff like that, hardware. And all of a sudden, it kept calling him Johnny. And I was like, hey, Dad, why does he call you Johnny? You're Juan. <laughs> he goes, no, that's what in the, in the United States, you know, Americans call Juans. They're Johns. So Johnny and stuff like that. So basically, that always stuck, you know, and basically. So I said, you know what? I correlated. I'm Juan. You know, my dad's Juan. My grandfather was Juan. So, hey, you know, basically, uh, why not the Johnny? And the Johnny Cuba has that ring. I mean, Juan Cuba doesn't have much of a ring. No, yeah. But the Johnny Cuba did. So Johnny Cuba definitely sounds. So I kind of, you know. Told friends Sounds of mine, hey, what do you think about the name, you know? And so basically that's when it was kind of, you know, kind of born, I guess, if you want to, uh, you know, as far as, as far as the, the guy, you the little red. Yeah. So there's, so, you know, you know for, for, for people looking on, on the audio and we'll crack one open. Uh -huh. So, you know, we can have one while we're on here. But there's a little guy. Can you tell us about the guy? Obviously, rooster, the connection. A little, a little to, rooster, a little rooster there. To the, to the brand here. And, and it is, it is a, uh, it is a Cuban, Cuban, you know, rooster, you know, right. basically, because there's a lot of roosters out there. So maybe he's a cackling rooster. And basically uh, where it comes from as, as youngsters cheers. going. Cheers, man. <laughs> yeah. oh, shoot. All right. Good beer. It's a great beer. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, the rooster goes, my, my grandfather, I used to come back as a kid, lived in Hialeah again. I would go and come from the beach, take a shower. And you guys probably don't remember this place. It was called, there was uh, parents probably do, Sundays on the Bay. And basically, i just shower, get in, out the door. So my grandfather would sit on the porch and, and smoke a cigar. And all of a sudden, I would come out, and he says, Muchacho, I'm going to speak a little Spanish. I mean, yeah, yeah, go for Muchacho, it. Muchacho, te vas a como el, el gallo morón. He mumbled, so I, I didn't have to sin plume cascareando. Through the years, you know, I said, he was telling me this thing. And then I did my research back when I was looking for the research, you know, what to put on, the, on a logo. Yeah. I started reading Gallo Morong. And actually, you go to the website, and uh, the Cuban, you Google it, and there is a statue, Gallo Morong. And then the saying is that, you know, you, the saying uh, translated into English is like, you know, hey, be careful. You know, you're gonna, you're gonna, your, your feathers are going to ruffle if you, you know. You know, play hard, you know, right. party hard or play hard, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And so that kind of stuck. So, like, you know, that's kind of the, the, and it's a cackling one, you know, so basically because they're. Yeah, uh, I mean, you drive down 8th Street or Coral Way, you see the, yeah. the, 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 the roosters all over the no, place. No, and at Key West, I was down there. And I was Key down West there with my too, wife. Yeah. And I'm kind of a, a creature of habit. I, I go to a place I like to eat. Yeah. I'll go back two and three times, you know, like at breakfast. And I remember going one morning. It was a rooster just just walking around because in, in key in the Key West they kind of they're kind of free they you know they, run, they roam around yeah and all of a sudden I see the rooster you know and then thinking then the following day I went to eat in the morning again because I wanted I had a good breakfast there the damn rooster was still there and, you know he was back there and I said man that's something you know they're caught that rooster and I, at the same time I was kind of you know working on the logo right on the on the trade dress because like actually sign. this trade dress that we have that's like the third trade dress. It, it's had a makeover, the first one with the cigar, yeah, which they designed the can awesome. And and basically, and then I had one. I was we were working on another project there, and it just didn't feel right until 
I contracted this guy in Spain. Right. He was working on food products of ours. And I go, listen, I got this. What do you think? He goes, give me a shot at it. So I send him, you know, what we had. And, you know, I told him, listen, I want my letterings. I want my, you know, basically. So uh, came back about three weeks later. You know, he, you know I, I'm not pushing him or pressuring him. Yeah. And he came back and he came up with that logo. Now, heaven knows how many times, you know, he went back and forth and scratched the thing. Of course. And I said, listen, let's go with it. I like it. You know, first things I go. How many people? How many people looked at the logo before? Like you gave the final approval? Was it just you? And you were like, "I love it." And that I no, no, I, I showed it around. You I just showed it around and stuff like that. But for me, he had me had a, yeah. As soon as he emailed, he got it. I got started. And he had like, me. I love it. That old saying, "I had me a hello." Right yeah. there, he had it. Love it first. You thing. know, and and uh, and really, at first he sent me. They can't. Nothing really changed. I mean, there was a little details we had to iron out. There's some sayings and stuff like that. Like we have that same, you know. You know, and actually, it's funny. As soon as we had it out, he he was the one that proofed the artwork and actually saw the original can, because back then it was during the holiday last year, mm-hmm. and with FedEx and the DHA. Listen, just send it to my art guy. If he approves it, we'll go with it. Okay. And sure enough, he got it. Hey, listen, we're gonna do it. And then when he saw the original can, he says it's nice, but it's not there. So he he wants to do some touch-ups on it, yeah. but I. Everyone, everyone that that I've spoken to about the can, they love it. They think it's classy. You know, it, that red, the red is what pops. Like, and like the cooler, I thought it was so cool because it brought it brought that the brand to life a little bit. But the red really pops. Um, another thing that I wanted to to talk about was something that's on the can that says European roots and a Caribbean soul. I don't know if it was ever intentional, but something it always caught my attention. Right, like the story yes, of yeah. the Cuban. Right, how you know we came from Europe. But right. you know, I mean, our, our direct ancestors are from there is a correlation there. There is a correlation. The correlation is that that it's a Euro, it's a European product, right, from Germany, and then basically, and Caribbean folks are going to be pushing the product. In other words, so yes, basically, a lot yeah, of I our always roots, saw like the double tie. A lot, the a lot of our roots are, are European. You know, at mine is mine. My exactly. grandfather direct was ancestors. from Catalonia. He was from. And my grandmother was from Galicia. So basically, yes, there is a correlation. Definitely. And, and again, one of the one of the ideas for Johnny Cuba was to kind of instill those old things to next generations coming up. You know, because uh, Johnny Cuba to me, it's I call it a Cuban American thing yeah. or Spang- a Miami thing. Or, you know, yeah, the Spanglish. Spanglish you yeah. know, the Johnny and then the Cuban. So basically, yeah. it's just to keep. Uh, yeah, because people in Miami have like their own version of spanish at this point exactly you know so basically you know look at state tranquilo exactly you know basically so kind of you know it was born from that you know i said listen i want my next generation it's kind of like a legacy project for me yeah you know basically i'll push it along the line as as long as god gives me health you know kind of push it along and then hopefully and let it and the next generation gets involved and 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 uh and just you know, we want to develop, but I want, it's a lifestyle brand. It's not only going to be spirits or uh, alcohol. Of course. I want to do, I'm working on a Cuban uh, coffee, right. espresso coffee. Cool. You know, and, uh, and actually, believe it or not, hot sauce. You know, a hot sauce uh, out of Jamaica, <laughs> you know, and, uh, and uh, basically it's just, I noticed that to generate, and I look, again, I'm in the food trade, so I look at different habits, and one of the habits is like, you know, my girls consume hot sauce. I did. I, I love. I the never. Crap out I of hot grew sauce. up in hot sauce. What the heck I was that? I put hot in my sauce house? on my on my eggs. I you mean, know, so I, you know, again, it's trying to tie in 
that next generation with the old generation. You know, it's like, you know, maybe on, you know, on scrambled eggs, you know, when they do the eggs or, you know, over easy, put the hot sauce yeah. on there, you know. So, again, it's, it's uh, as I say, it's a work in progress, and, and, and uh, hopefully, you know, I can push it along a long way, you know. That's, that's the way I look at it. Yeah, I mean, the beer started, what, April of April 2020? 2021. So 2021. 2021, yeah. 2021, this yeah. year. True, and, 2021. Uh, it's been competitive. You know, it's a competitive space. Uh trying to look for different markets, not to depend on just one market. I mean, I've done that in my food business. Right. You know, where we, you know, we opened up Miami. I opened up, we opened up Tampa, Atlanta, and New Jersey. Put eggs in different markets, yeah. or baskets in this city, and it's markets and stuff like that. And that's, that's something that, uh, and beer was another stuff for us because a lot of the supermarkets down here have beer and wine licenses. So, you know, it wasn't rock and science. I, yeah. I knew that I had a good platform with my client, with the stores, and they were very ex- receptive. You know, they've been re- very receptive. Uh, uh, friends, you know, we, you know, we got behind and we, you know, I wanted to do this to have fun. Yeah. Am I having fun yet? Not <laughs> yet. Not yet. I'm. It, it, you know, there is a process for sure. There's a series of stuff. I mean, trade right now is really difficult in any in any industry right now. With yeah, what's going I mean, on. in a post COVID world, no one really that no one really expected. I mean, that's an obstacle in itself. Yeah. Correct. That that no one was really expecting. I mean, between the logistical issues, um, you know, some of the issues getting cans, it's been it's been a mission. Shortages yeah, yeah. throughout the world, global yeah. shortages. Exactly. I mean, I I heard something with like Corona, the actual like beer Corona with the bottles that it was they were having a back order on a lot yeah, of orders they, because they couldn't get the actual bottles themselves. Not so much anymore because they got good stock they got, now. They, well, at least now. in this market. Yeah. See, the biggest beer markets are. Uh, what I've analyzed and studied is, is New York, Miami, and Texas. Those are the three for large beer, for, for beer, beer consumption. Specifically. Okay. You know, for beer consumption. Now, I don't know how to rank it craft beers or domestic beers or, beer. or imported beers and right. stuff like that, but it's, it's they're big markets. And right now, the beer can only be found in Florida, correct? Right now in Florida and in the Caribbean. And in the Caribbean. In the Caribbean. Which in Haiti? Haiti, hey, actually Haiti. Haitian, because that's a big platform of mine that we, we have a whole product line designed for that and and it, it's been re- they, they accepted it well. And it's a lager, basically. It's a light what what I call a light lager, you know. And it's uh, and it's very prevalent in the Caribbean. These lagers, pilsners are not so much in the, in the Caribbean. More more lagers, yeah, definitely. type of thing. And uh, and again, learning as I go along, you know, as yeah, far as the sure. trade. But I've had a good accept. It's had good acceptance. There. It definitely has. And and for anyone that hasn't tried the beer. Um, you know, we're not biased. It's it's a good beer. To give you a little bit of background, it's five percent. Uh, it's a German lager, but very light, very crisp, um, very easy drinking. So something like on a summer day, you can pound a couple of them. Pound a couple and stay tranquilo. And then you can stay tranquilo. That's that's the motive at the yeah. end of the day. Um, I don't know. Do you think there's a beer that you can compare to that if 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 someone goes, oh, what what does it remind you of? Is there something out there? Because every time someone asks me, it's like. What, oh, what what does it taste like? And I'm like, I I always struggle with that. Hey, you know what? I never give the brand name, but I'm gonna yeah, tell them what it compares. Yeah, yeah. But basically, it's a lager. Yeah. You know, try a lager. It's a light lager. You know, and actually, when you really appreciate it when on a on a hot day, like, you know, on a boat or, or outside or basically out playing a soccer game. Yeah. It's just you know, really cold. It's really it's really good. It's really refreshing. Yeah, it really I is. mean, basically, it's it's funny. When the first time I came across it, I was uh, I was in a, in Germany. I was at a trade show and uh, and uh, 
they invited me, the brewery invited me to go to dinner. So in Germany, the taxi were kind of difficult to get. There was a shortage of, of, of taxis. So, heck, I walked to the restaurant from the hotel. It was like nine blocks, but long blocks. So it was about in 45 degrees or 50 degrees. So it was, it was a chilly night. But I walked, and when I got there, I got to like, hey, Liz, what do you want? He goes, I need a cold beer because, believe it or not, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm thirsty. You know, yeah. and he goes, tell you what, we're chilling some of our beer. Try it. And when I drank it from there, I kind of kind of fell in love with the product. Yeah. And then actually, based on that, I brought samples, and I had we did a focus. You were part yeah, of the focus. Yeah, I remember that. You dude. were part of the focus group. And, uh, and yeah, we I, tried this one, and I think another, another beer. I don't know if it was from the same. No, we did. We tried when we did. We did an experiment. Remember, we oh, had we a brewer. Compared some other. Egg, uh, Chris. Chris, yes, that's right. I enlisted Chris to mm-hmm. do. Uh, contracted him to do some sampling because yeah, I wanted to, with the jasmine rice. With the jasmine rice, yeah. And basically, we actually produced it. And actually, I loved the it beer. It was a really good beer. But when we started doing the research, yeah. where to. The logistics of having it—it was a nightmare. I mean, to do that I, on a mass scale would have been pretty much. Yeah, I mean, impossible. and I couldn't compete with pricing yeah. because I had to price it at a craft beer price. Exactly. You know, and and I wasn't a craft beer. No, and it could be a second iteration, have, maybe, of I, another beer, but I didn't have a. You know, we didn't have a brewery ourselves. Exactly, so basically, yeah. so I said, you know what? Let me, uh, let me, you know, research this, and and that's when I ended up with this brewery. You know, and I go. It's a, it's a win-win situation. You know, they had no yeah. footprint. Now they do have a footprint yeah. with their uh-huh. brand. They definitely so. do. So another thing that I wanted to ask you, obviously, and you've, you've touched on it a little bit, but it's been a couple months now into the brand. Um, where where do you see the brand like in five years from now? What When you started this, what was the the big picture vision of, of Johnny Cuba? It developed a, a, a kind of an unorthodox brand. When it came to, I wanted to get involved in spirits. You know, the spirits were the, the vodka. Right. Because it was good cross-marketing with my my business side, the, the food trade. side, mm-hmm. and the beverage side. So kind of kind of that, you know, basically develop into the spirit line, add some unique uh, foods. And hopefully, you know, one of the things I wouldn't mind opening up is uh, teaming up with somebody or, or licensing out. The whole thing is license out the brand yeah. to a restaurant person you know or you know yeah i even talked about a food truck you know yeah and stuff like that but within that that range is just expanded out right. you know exactly. i mean and, and see what happens it's really uh it's kind of take it Maybe as it comes one step at you a know, time, one step yeah. at a time we're kind of old school when it comes to that you know i mean i mean i'm using more than ever social media and stuff like that you know that, powerful, that's basically powerful tool kind of you're kind of teaching me how to <laughs> and it, it does work i mean i did yeah. see the difference and uh, maybe, you know, later on, expanding to look for wines and stuff like that Definitely. in Portugal and, you know, Ar- Argentina or, and basically diverse the line that way yeah, under one brand, wants. under one umbrella of, of the Johnny Cuba umbrella. All right, you know, cool. so that's kind of where I hope to, to see it in yeah. one day. So something that I've noticed, you know, as obviously I go, I shop for the beer. I've seen some competitors in the market that 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 are out there right now that tie themselves to the Cuban heritage and Cuban messages. What is it that, you know, separates Johnny Cuba from them and overall from the brand message and just the overall product? Well, basically a lot of these brands are kind of playing with the sentiments, you know, they're knockoffs of, of other brands that are, that actually exist in, in, in the, on the Island and stuff like that. And, you know, I've never, I've never said that my, it's not a Cuban beer. Now it's a Cuban tasting beer. You know, it's a lager, 
Cubans like, you know, yeah, they like their lagers. I mean, mm-hmm. I've been I've been in the trade for a long time, so I've seen different brands evolve through the years, and, and the taste wise, taste profiles yeah. are lager. They're 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 uh, they're they consume lagers, but basically, you know, I mean, uh, again, I'm a German lager. I'm not basically Johnny Cuba just has to be the name and there's a name behind there's a reason behind the name right. and stuff like that and, and and when it comes down to it it's, it's a good marketing name. Yeah. You know, I mean basically a marketable and it's, name, and, and, and it's a way, you know, like we like our the hashtag that that we run with which is pass me a Johnny, right? So for every time you're passing a Johnny, you're like keeping the tradition alive of the Cuban American tradition, yeah, you know? right? You know. It's it's passing it on to like you always say the the next yeah. next generation. The next generation uh the next generation of, of Miami, you know, because, yeah. you know, there's a, there's a saying, you know, Cuban-American, Peruvian-American, Colombian. But really, man, we're American-Cuban. We're American-Peruvian. Yeah. We're American-Colombian. Exactly. We were born here. You were born here. Mm-hmm. You know, so basically I was born here. So basically we're American-Cuban. Yeah. And, it's, and for us, really, it's just keeping that, you know, this is our Caribbean. You know, we're a peninsula mm-hmm. that we live here, but this Basically, is really our career, you know, yeah. tied with bridges, you know. Yeah, I mean, exactly. one of my famous rides is down to Key West. We're, we're like yeah. uh, an, an earthquake away from becoming an island. Yeah, well, <laughs> so so basically, uh, it's just, you know, it's an island thing. It's, yeah. it's a Miami thing, you know. Yeah, definitely. And Miami people, you know, they love going to Keys. You know, I love going to Keys. I love the Keys. You know, it's so happy place. Uh, hopefully we get to sell some product down there. That's what I'm that's, hoping. That's the next step. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, obviously, stay tranquilo is a is a part of the beer, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And it's something that is kind of like the motto of. It's of, a mantra. Of, you know, of it's, the it's, brand. it's a it's a state of mind. Yeah. You know, exactly. I mean, basically, and uh, and uh, and stay tranquilo for say is yes, yeah, stay tranquilo. But you can apply it to your personal life. You can apply it to your business life. You know, exactly. it's yeah, chill. It's a, you know, basically, it's a mindset. You know, the way I, so, I like to look at it. You know, and and. Uh, and basically, uh, it's a uh, mantra. You know, it's a mantra to live by. You know, definitely. So. Yeah. All right, cool. So as we ra- we're going to wrap it up, um, right. wanted to do something cool at the end of the of the end of the seg- segment, which is something that the Danny and the team uh, had brought up, and it's called "Talk Tranqui to Me." Right. So, so, so talk, tranqui. talk tranqui to me. So right. just quick rundown of questions. Uh, you know, fun fun open ended questions. We're going to change them up every week. Right. Obviously, this is the the new coming out party of the podcast, so All that right. was something that that we wanted to start today. Um, but basically, the first question is uh, favorite Cuban food dish. So something that that you think is your favorite go to. Ropa vieja. Ropa vieja. Yeah, with white okay. rice. Man. Is there a specific place that has the best ropa vieja? My grandmother made the best ropa. Okay, that's my fair. wife makes a it's pretty always, good it's second. Always, my, it's always my, the grandma. My makes a pretty good second one, but it's basically it's home. It's home because it's home cooked, man. You know, yeah, and, uh, no, it's true. My grandma that, always and cooked the best. And boliche, boliche. Those are two. Of my I'm a medium guy, so basically boliche. One grandmother did a great. My other grandmother did the ropa. Yeah, she was gallega, but yeah. she great. She was migrated to Cuba and stuff like that. But those two things are my favorite Cuban. And a good croquetas too. Yeah, good good. Croqueta. Yeah. Do you have a place for best croqueta recommendation? Uh, tell you what, I mean, it's a hot topic. Actually, it's it's I yes, I found a little place in Hialeah where I started really? started to eat, and the guy actually makes it. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's called La Bodeita. Okay, it's there in Hialeah off of uh, Red Road Fourth Avenue, and and uh, he actually commercializes. He actually sells them by the box, by a dozen, if you want to take them home nice. and try them. Okay. But those are my two favorite. Top uh, two. Those uh, basically and. And Robavia is like home, you know. I mean, the yeah. home. I, 
Myron Myron learned quick. It's funny because when Myron went to La Ropa Vieja, my grandmother came over. But my grandmother doesn't write it. You know, my, Myra was, had her notebook, and my grandmother was just making this stuff at, you know, I, you know, basically a little salt, a little this, but how much? You know, my Myra kept yeah, saying, no, how much, exactly. how much? <laughs> I just throw it's it crazy. in there. It's crazy, yeah. You it's know, funny because so. my, my grandma, obviously, is from Cuba as well, but she didn't learn how to cook until she got here into really? the U.S. She never cooked in Cuba She when she came here to the U.S. And, and, you know, my grandpa was working. That's when she had to start learning how to cook. So she started learning like probably like in her early twenties, and now she cooks all the time, and it's yeah. it's ridiculous. And she's writing her like little cookbook so that you know, again passing on to the yeah. next yeah. the next generation. Because if not, it won't it won't stay alive. Yeah, you're right about that. Um, next question between it's just really quick: mountains or beach? Which one do you prefer? Tell you what, I like the beach, but I got a little bit of the mountains in Arizona. Yeah, and, and it, I wouldn't mind doing yeah, Arizona yeah. for you know. So it's a mixture. I would say a mixture really I'm, cool. I'm, I'm stuck between the two, too. We used yeah. to go to North Carolina all the time, and it, it, it hits so different. But there's something about being in Miami and in the like that crystal clear water that I don't know why. It always brings me back. But the mountains do have a, oh, they a have, sensitive I actually, spot. Actually, I experienced it this back actually about three weeks ago, and I liked it. I told, like, you know, it was just we went to Sedona. Yeah. And and it was really, really – the weather was nice, too. You know, and that all goes that helps. hand in hand, you know. Yeah. But uh, But – so I'm split in the middle, man. It is in the middle. Yeah. All right. Uh, steak or seafood? Steak. Steak. Oh, yeah. How do you feel about that? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sorry. I, I mean, um, an enchilada camarón is pretty good, but yeah, yeah, yeah. the biggest steak guy. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually going to go seafood on that one. Right. I love steak. I'm the biggest steak guy. But seafood, you just got you got so many different options. Um, action movie or scary movies? Action. Action movies. Okay. And then favorite destination that, that you've been to all time? Favorite destination, Spain. Spain, really? Why Spain? Uh, the culture. I went to, I, I went to Barcelona. I like Barcelona, very clean, very, uh, uh, very fast, as a, very co- cosmopolitan, I guess is right. the word. But Madrid, the history, I, I actually happened to stay in, in old Madrid, and we walked and walked. And I really enjoyed it. I could. I can't wait to go back. Type yeah, of thing. Everybody says the same thing. I've you never. Been, I've never been to Europe, but, but uh, everybody says that. You know, that it's, area, it's it's a different life. I compare, but the atmosphere. There. I compare it to our California. California is a lot like, you know, the Mediterranean. They we have Pacific Coast. Right. And, yeah. And oh my they God. have the Mediterranean. So you have mountains. You have wineries. You have it's yeah. the weather changes. You go up to the mountain. It's cold. You know. Yeah. You you don't need air conditioning. Yeah, you, you go down the to the city. Downstairs. So basically, it's a. Uh, but I would say Spain, I, you know, basically is, okay. is the, to visit Spain. But I would do, want to do other countries, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Corona kind of put a... A damp on a, that. A but travel's on. back and probably bigger than ever before. They, I would imagine so. People yeah. people are flooding to travel right now. Yeah, yeah, so, but definitely Spain. Cool. All right. Well, that wraps it up for right. today, guys. Um, for anyone listening, you could follow us at johnnycuba.us on Instagram at Stay Tranquilo on Instagram as well, uh, on Facebook at Johnny Cuba. Um, but if you're looking to find the beer, right now we're only in Florida. We're looking to expand into into other markets uh, very soon. Um, but definitely follow us to stay up tune on any new products, any new locations. Um, and that's pretty much it. Anything yeah. else no, before we close? Stay thirsty. Fo- if you want to follow Juan on Instagram, <laughs> you can follow him too. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> All right, Juan. All right, man. Cheers. Cheers.